Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Zach. I'm Modesto. And guys, it's been a while. It's been a while. I know I shouldn't have kept you waiting, but I'm here now. But we're back. <laughs> we're back, 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 back again. I'm back, 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 back again. Yeah, we took like a little bit of like a week hiatus. Like, I think we just like needed a breather. Like, yeah, we both had life so much just shit going crazy. on. Um, I just moved. I'm into my new apartment. Um, it's super cute. I love the location and I just can't wait to get it like all decorated and everything. I, Mo, have I told you what I'm doing with the bathroom? No. Um, it's guys, once like, once I get it all together, I'll like post pictures on um, the Instagram, but. I'm doing like a housewives themed bathroom. Cute. <laughs> Cause my sister got the, uh, me and my sister moving in together and my sister got the master bedroom. And I was like, F you with that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, cause I get this little like shoe box of a bedroom. And then I was welcome like, well, to New York. <laughs> literally. I was like, but I'm in Cleveland. I shouldn't have to be living in a little shoe box. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, I have always wanted to do like, I don't know why I've always had this like vision for like this, like housewives bathroom where it's like cute. Cause I have this like Luann um, uh, kind of like pop art piece. So I was like, Oh, I need Karen to come out with her fucking candle so I can put a candle on the counter. I want to buy that candle. I want a little like um, picture frame where it says where people doing Coke in your bathroom. And then like, it's, and that's, it's that's a necessity. Cute. I'm excited to cute. see it. I'm excited for you to have a housewife theme party because I'm already like on Amazon buying wigs. Like, Oh yeah. You know, I'm going to have one. Oh, for sure. I'm going to, I will fly to Cleveland for that. <laughs> it will be perfect. But yeah, so we are back with a new episode. We have so much to talk about. Um, obviously um, Bravo is getting packed with the schedule uh, with between Potomac, Salt Lake, Beverly Hills, and then also Vanderpump Rules is airing now. And then pretty soon we're going to have Winter House and uh, Jersey, you know, OC. Jersey, OC. So there was tea that we're getting OC before Jersey, but I don't see that happening. How Jer- Jersey wrapped so long ago. Jer- that makes no sense because OC no is sense. still filming. But does Bravo ever make sense? Also, we're getting Miami super soon, it seems like. Yeah. When is like, when do you think that's supposed to drop? I know the ladies are posting that they've been filming confessionals all week. Um, Alexia posted one and she looks fucking insanely gorgeous. Um, I think it should be soon because Andy responded to some tweets about it. So I think they're trying to, you know, build up some momentum and I feel like we'll get it soon. Yeah. Cause he said that they are doing um, the same. The theme song. song. Yeah. Let's cruise down ocean drive. I can't wait for that. We will be recapping that and we will be watching, guys. So get your Peacock subscriptions in time to watch Kyle on Halloween Kills. That's also going to be on Peacock. Oh, yeah, that too. I, a clip came out um, for it like today or yesterday. And it's like, it's like the acting from the little kids is so funny because it's like horrible. Like it like yeah. reminds me of like, like they're like, um, there's a guy in a white mask trying to play hide and go seek with us. Um, super and she's weird. like, kids, run! <laughs> go, go, go! 
I can't wait to see Kyle die. She dies. She has to die. She's got to. I feel She's like they're like definitely leading it up to her getting killed. I mean, I don't want her to die, but that's no, because there's already like that. it's there's two more sequels that they like signed. So I mean, if she doesn't die, she can be in another sequel, but I don't know. We get Jamie Lee Curtis and Judy Greer. I thought there was only going to be one more sequel. I thought that, well, it's this I one. I think, and yeah, one more, and then it's, like, done. Yeah. Because how, I mean, how much longer could this man terrorize them for? No, there's literally 17 <laughs> movies. I, I Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I think I, I think there's, like, literally 10. Like, I, I Googled it one time because I was, like, I think last spooky season, I was, like, oh, I'm going to, like, watch, like, Halloween. Remember that one with Tyra like, Banks? No, because <laughs> I haven't was, seen them all. There's too many. Oh, that was a good one. That one was good as hell. And then Freddy versus Jason. Um, that one is Halloween like H two something. Not H2, I was just gonna water. say, is it the H two O one? Bro, that's water. <laughs> no, that's literally what it's called. I think I think it's that one then. Girl, that's water. I'm girl, that's, <laughs> girl, that's water. I'm googling it. Halloween. Yeah, it's like H- Tyra Banks and. There's some, there's like a bunch of like the young Hollywood at that time. God knows. It's like, yeah, Halloween H2O. Is that the one? I think it's, I don't see Tyra Banks anywhere on here. Michelle Girl, am Williams. I making this up? Was, it wasn't Michelle Williams. Jamie Lee Curtis is in it though. Okay, I'm going to Google Tyra Banks Halloween. <laughs> Happy spooky season, guys. Happy. <laughs> Oh, it was Halloween Resurrection was the one with Tyra Banks. And she is oh, in funny. it. Look, there's you can't see it on the camera, but there's photos. Anyways, guys. And it has a uh, 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, <laughs> period. <laughs> Sounds like a flick to me. A good flick. A good I mean, flick. all the best campy movies have like 12% on Rotten Tomatoes. No, it's so true. I think First Wives Club has like 20% and that's homophobic. Um, I think I'm going as First Wives Club for Halloween with two of my friends. That's fun. Uh, oh yeah, you still told me that. That is so fun. I think I'm gonna go as uh, I know it's like so done, but a space cowboy. We're like looking up all the. It's gonna be cute. Okay, I I trust you to make it cute. It'll be cute. I I'm also, I'll show you some of the pieces. We still have to post the picture of us on. Oh my god! Yeah. Us. Okay, post that like when the episode drops. <laughs> I will. Okay, so guys, let's get into. That's my opinion. All right, so this week, some Atlanta tea, major Atlanta tea dropped. Like, may, our, our, our great, Mo's greatest fear has come to fruition. I don't want to talk about it. I'm so fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, I know that this, you know, this is crazy right now. This, this is too much. Um, Portia Williams is hands down, was in my top three housewives, like became my favorite housewife of all time recently. And, you know, the news that we all have been dreading and we all were acting like wasn't going to happen, happened. And she announced her departure from the Royal Housewives of Atlanta after 10 fabulous years. We were definitely like in denial. Oh, girl, I was like, no fucking way. There's no way she's quitting. That's not happening. There's never, like, you guys are dumb. You guys are stupid. And... I'm stupid. <laughs> Mo was like, Mo's like, I feel so embarrassed. I embarrass myself. I I mean, I do this. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, Portia. The, so many iconic moments. I posted on Instagram some of my favorite iconic Portia moments. And uh, one of them that's so underrated is, and your hoe daughter. Uh, and your hoe daughter. <laughs> no, the one that I I posted today because I literally like I had it in my 
like it's so underrated. No one talks about when Portia was like, and Kim said that you live in a roach nest. <laughs> On the fact she lives in a f-ing roach nest. <laughs> it's like my <laughs> When they're like, I think they're like Spain or something. And mm-hmm. they're like, she's like, you live in a roach nest? It's like so funny. Her inflection in it is so funny. I can't believe she's gone. I know that Bravo tried everything to get her on, uh, get her to come back on. Even Candy commented on her post and said, I really didn't want to believe that you were leaving. Like, I didn't believe it. So I think like even the housewives who are ready to film next week, I believe Atlanta picks up were probably didn't believe it. They were like, no way. Like she's going to, she's just fighting for money and she got the money that she fought for. So it truly was her choice to be like, I'm done. I think it's, did you see that she got the money that she fought for? It was reported that her and drew got the money. And that's why drew came back. That that was one of her stipulations. And she got that little bump in her check. And even after that bump, she chose not to come back. Sad. We are gonna have lost. to watch Kenya fight with a wall, aka Drew Sedora. Um, I think she's gonna fight with a lot of people, Mo. I feel like you are not giving Kenya the credit that she needs. Listen, you don't have to like Kenya, but she I don't like Kenya, but she, with everyone. She is, but I'm not saying that like her obviously she's gonna fight with people, but a worthy opponent to hit it back to give her that shade back. And now allegedly her and Sheree are sure and Sheree are cool again, which Sheree I think is the only person that will come with that quick wit, come with that shade and really put her in her fucking place. I don't think there's anyone else on that cast to put her in her place. Well, we'll see how like the newbies go. Yeah, we'll and see how the I know that go. like her and Marlo will spat. And I think Marlo. Oh, Marlo. Yeah, you're right. Marlo is a worthy opponent. Marlo will be the opponent. Anybody. I think we are fine, but it is. I'm going to miss Portia a lot. Um, Cynthia, her time was up. Portia, we could have done with a few more seasons, but like. A few uh, more, bitch. She was the future of that show. Cynthia, I mean, I'm sorry. Anybody tweeting like I'm hot take here. I'm actually more sad about Cynthia's departure than Portia's. You're full of fucking shit. No, the fuck you're not. So you, you were the same people tweeting. Cynthia has no story. Nothing, Cynthia, boring, boring. Now, now because you don't her like Portia. Her story perfectly wrapped. She's the only perfectly housewife wrapped. to ever get married on her first season and her last season. And that's it's iconic. Like, yeah, it's iconic. And she's like, she is like a housewife's like legend. Like she like, you know, she did what she needed to do. Her time she's is also up somebody that I don't it. think should ever come back. Like it's done. No. And if she does come back, it needs to be in like, like at a dinner or two. And it's like, just like a. Oh, hi. How are you? Like, nice to see you. Like, is you that know, Cynthia like, Bailey? Is that, <laughs> <laughs> is that Kim Zosiak? Is that Kim Zosiak? Uh, um, yeah. I think yes, her, we, good, good Cynthia, though. I think that she's going to move to LA and I think she's going to show up on like maybe marriage boot camp or something, but we'll see. Not marriage boot camp. Couples retreat. No. You know that show she's going to show, show up on Beverly Hills. And that's going to show up on the Zeus network. <laughs> no, she's not, Mo. You stop it. That is like. You know what she people. should do? She should create like an affordable line at Macy's or something. Or like um, just one of those stores, you know, like a Macy's, uh, you know, an affordable store for women and create like a fashion line, a beauty skincare line. I think that'd be great for her. I think that would be great for her. I think I so think too. And a line, maybe a line of wigs or something. Like she always had such good hair. Amazing oh my gosh. hair. She, she always looked stunning. No one did a confessional like Cynthia fucking Bailey. Stunning. No, she always looked stunning. Um, but yeah, so we are definitely gonna miss our Portia and our Cynthia, but it was definitely time for Cynthia to go. But I 
was not ready to see Portia leave yet. So yeah, that hit I me think, like how Bethany think, Frankel hit me when she left the day before New York's filming. I think that Portia will come back though. I think so too. How many seasons? Maybe like two, two uh, max. Two plus this one that's going to air. So like three or two. I think just two. I think, I think she's just, just going to take too. this season off and then maybe one more year off and then I think she'll come back. I think so too. I mean, and then people saying like, oh, she's like giving up her check for Simon. Like, guys, she still has a spinoff, which it's not just going to be like a special. It's a spinoff. So it's going to be like the next Don't Be Tardy. It's going to run for seasons and seasons. Her family is way more charismatic than Kim Zolciak's. And I love Kim Zolciak. And I think she has chat room. Like, I she's on Bravo's payroll. Yeah, but like, that that no, housewife she, check. She she quit that housewife check for that man for sure. For sure. Like she. Doesn't Let's want see to how talk that goes. It. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Like when they eventually break up, which I'm. Did you see somebody on Twitter posted that meme of uh, Lisa Renna where she's like, "And there goes our fucking storyline." There goes our fucking storyline. There goes our fucking storyline. <laughs> That's all the Atlanta cast right now. There goes our fucking storyline. But you know what? When a housewife leaves like this, that is like the most discussed housewife or it's like, you know, Bethany leaving New York where they are kind of like the main stake, the staple. It's going to be tough for the other housewives not to talk about that person. It's going to be the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to have to, I want a scene where they're all sitting down and they get the news like Portia leaving. And it's like, oh my God, did you hear? Oh my God, did you hear? I don't think it's that big. I don't know. I don't think it's big. No, I don't. It's not on the same level as Bethany Frankel. It's not. It's like it's it's a loss. Bethany was shocking to us because we they were scheduled to start filming the next day, and she said Bethany was out of like left field. That was crazy. Yeah. So, but I do not think we are going to get a a thing. I think if anything, we'll get like a. I don't. I really don't because there was nothing like continuing with Portia when the reunion wrapped. So like, I don't think we're going to get anything that's like, like the, you don't think they'll talk about the Simon Gabadia stuff. I like they saying might. his last name. Gabadia. <laughs> Gabadia. Balan Gabadia. Um, they might, I don't know. I just feel like because it's not going to even be a storyline because she's not on the show. I don't think that right. they're going to like include that because it's like, she's not on the show. Like why would they need to even talk about it? Cause they're not going to get like, even get her to like film anything. So I, I don't know. I know, and allegedly they're looking for uh, Marlo to film some scenes with Nini. See, I would love that. I would love that too. I think we need to check in. But like, Nini's such a personality that it's hard to just check in with her, you know? Like, I want her around. I think that like, Nini is going to, I'm hoping that like, maybe we can get a charade moment where she comes back again one day. I know she like, really burned that bridge with Bravo, but if Bravo is looking at like... Yeah, I mean, it seems like the death of her husband... Bravo knows that she is like, like, okay, like Nini is like, she's not my favorite housewife of all time, but she is the best housewife of all time. In my opinion, like there's no, there's no one who has even touched her level of pop culture relevancy. Yeah. Like, like, no, I agree. Like, like, but is she my all time favorite? She's in my top 10. But she's, yeah. like, not, like, but she's definitely, like, without a doubt, the best housewife. Ever. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, a... Argue with the wall. Yeah. People. I, I know. I agree. agree. 
Yeah, I know you maybe. agree, but I'm saying I know that there are people who will yeah. fight me in the comments about this. I mean, people uh, are going to fight you and say that Teresa or like a Bethany, but I think that Nini's had way more. I mean, Nini is the most jiffable housewife, the most memeable housewife. She is why other housewives have reaction shots now because they yeah. want to have that same meme or that same gif that Nini has had. Right. And she has the most quotable moments. The, ooh, child, the ghetto, the ghetto. <laughs> the ghetto. The ghetto. And her, and it's, uh, it's you know, it's come out of housewives. Like that shit is on tiktok that shit is on like twitter like People for example right now it. like with like woo child the ghetto like not a white refrigerator that was viral on tiktok yeah right now that's viral on tiktok is that moment where she's like what's his name it's been six months and she's like well i think it was like four she went and from like eight to six to four yeah that <laughs> like also, that i mean moment. moment from this season the and my biggest takeaway from it is that i'm gonna do it again that's <laughs> that's gone viral on tiktok too but no one's done it like nini yeah, no one's done it like Nini. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, we wish them the best, but... Oh. No, I don't. I want something terrible to happen. Not something terrible to happen to her, but something terrible to happen to Portia's show or her relationship where she has to come back. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> I only wish you, like, ill wishes. I only wish you the bad, so you have to run back to the network. <laughs> All right, but guys, this week... This past week, uh, Vanderpump Rules came back. So let's raise your glasses. glasses I, this one's for you. All right, so we want to give our opinions. We're not going to give like a full, full, full recap. Yeah, we asked you guys on Instagram if we should give a full recap. And you guys said no. No. (laughs) I will say, guys, the ratings have dropped. It's like the biggest ratings drop in Bravo history. It was, I was shocked. I was like, I was like, I was was in tears almost. I was like, oh my God. Like they lost more than half of their viewerships. That is the biggest drop. Someone tweeted. That's the biggest drop in Bravo history from one. I I think so too. And that is insane that it went from, I think the premiere last year or the last 1200, uh, 1.2 million, 1.2 million. And it dropped to what? Like 600,000. Yeah. It's like Dallas numbers. It it was like Dallas numbers. It was. That's bad. That's bad. Bad, bad, bad. Big bad. Um, well, the episode was a little like, I'm just kind of like, I have mixed feelings about it. Like very like mixed emotions. It was like, it was like nice to see some of the people again. And like, you know, Oh, like, Oh, it's cute that Sheena has a baby and, um, Lala has a baby. Um, it, but it, it just, it doesn't feel like Vanderpump rules at all. It doesn't. It felt like, okay, to me, it was a good episode. It wasn't a bad episode by any means. It was a great, ep- not a great episode. It was a good episode of television. It was definitely on on Bravo TV at 9 p.m. on a Tuesday. <laughs> That's something you can't argue. But for this reboot, for this big old Vanderpump Rules coming back, season nine, almost a completely different cast, it didn't have that like bang. You know, remember that no. season that James told everybody that Jack's fucked Faith? 
Like yeah. that. Oh my fucking God. That. Or when we found out that Kristen and Jack's fucked, like, Oh my fuck. You know, like that kind of stuff, those big moments, it didn't have that. And they're chasing the nostalgia or they're chasing what they had in seasons two or three. And they're never going to have that again because they truly were broke kids working at Sarah. Now they're not. No. And they've grown up. Like they like, the fights are even more fabricated than they've ever been. And it's just, I don't know. I just feel like if this season does not take off, like just please put it in the ground. Like I, like if, if there's not nothing like really like good, like, I mean, last season ended perfectly last yeah. season when you had all of them kind of going away from each other and being like Lisa being like, well, I guess after 10 years, these friendships seem to be over. And then, you know, the slow music starting. And when you had such this big fucking cast firing, they fired half the cast. They got rid of four, three OGs. Like you need to mention that in your premiere. You can't just act like it didn't happen. They had the chance to finally be authentic for once and they didn't. They could have sat down and been like, I wish that they talked about the firings. Yeah, because it felt like the elephant in the room. It's like, where the fuck is Stassi Schroeder? And people who don't like catch up with the news or aren't following and just watch this show, like the middle aged people in America that are watching Vanderpump Rules are probably like, where the fuck are these people that we watch for nine seasons on our show? You know, there's people out there that watch these shows and don't follow socials like we do, you know? So it's like, they're probably like, what in the actual fuck happened? You lost arguably your biggest stars, which are Stassi and Disgusting Jacks. But like, what happened? And Kristen. And like, I, I mean, mean Kristen, like, Kristen is iconic. Kristen is she's Vanderpump iconic. Rules. Iconic. She is. She is suck a dick. Diana, suck a dick. She is like the pot stir. And they don't have that like kooky pot stir chaotic energy that was Kristen Doty, one of the yeah. best reality stars of all fucking time. I understand we're not going to get into it, but what they did was problematic. But they could have used it as a learning experience. They could have kept them on the show. They could have sat them down and they could have made this an authentic, real show. Brought, bring Faith on. Let's have this conversation on TV. I like, mean, it's frustrating. <laughs> this like jet is flying over my house right now. It's like so fucking loud. Um, it's the ghost of Kristen Doty. <laughs> it, like, yeah, she's like screaming. Um, no, like what I was like going to say is like, they should have like, why did, why did I have to subject myself to watching, um, Brandy Redmond's apology to her, who I like can't stand, who they could have like who that she didn't have a big fan base like Stasi and Kristen. They easily could have gotten rid of her when after they got rid of Leanne, too. Like that's like what was annoying is that like you fired Leanne, who is your biggest star of your show. Right. And you didn't fire Brandy and kept her on and had to go through this pain. And then you brought on an Asian housewife, and it was like. And then made Tiffany Moon go through this, like, and then made Tiffany Moon go through that. It was like obnoxious. Also, fire half your cast are being racist, and then don't bring on a single person of color onto the Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, like, I mean, at least Southern Charm has gotten, like, you know, Southern Charm, like, knew that Catherine was being problematic, and they brought on a couple POC. And, you know, I'm like, that one manager from Tom Tom is not gonna cut it he's not even no, and he's be always been there he was a manager of pump before yeah like he's always been around and they're like well let's take the one black person that we know that works here and put him up so we don't look that bad put him on the main cast photo like that looks even worse that's so tacky and gross yeah i don't know i'm just like i will I, say that in this episode though the mvp of the fucking episode to me was fucking aside from james ariana eating lala up not giving a single fuck what she was saying i love ariana <laughs> and i love her i don't give a fuck energy her so good. James she going had in, like, Lauren James. from Utah in <laughs> in a dizzy. 
I I still like Lala. I know like a lot of people like don't Lala. like her, but I like Lala. And then James is like the only thing I said this to someone in the DMs. I was like the only thing recognizable about that whole fucking episode were two things, and that was Sheena's tacky pictures with her husband hanging in her hall like a fucking like banner um and then james having an extreme meltdown over something so stupid and and being so rude like that I was mean, like that the only fine, thing that-, that text that he sent the last one i can't stop thinking about how fat you look <laughs> that, is, that is so fucking rude he's and like, so chaotic really james that's the only thing you can think about was how fat max looked and max isn't even fat <laughs> no i met max at sir one time he was my server um he was your server. And then James blaming it all in a pre-workout pill. <laughs> Baby. Bebe, that was that was an Adderall. And I then and think. then like Lisa, like if I was Lisa, I'd be like, the fuck you talking to my son like that? Like, don't get talk to Get the fuck out us. of my house. <laughs> yeah, get out of my house. And she's like, she's like, James, I know, I know, I know you didn't mean. I was like, you're defending this person and you're trying to make it work because he's one of the last cast members you got. Yeah, like, and he's literally like you he's can the reason see, that the season's gonna be good. You, you can see she's like she's like i don't have any more messy people where yeah. am i like also the fact that max couldn't afford to split a salad and lisa's like so fucking rich what is that what is that <laughs> i because you know pandora is getting money yeah like what is that i feel bad for max sometimes. i feel very I feel like bad he gets like super shafted and now he's just being called fat like that's fucking rude (laughs) also um sheena's new man gives me the ick in the most way possible he gives me i don't know if it was that gold lame fucking it was the gold it was the gold lame no it was the fact that that he was golfing while she was going through this insane life issue with like going through a miscarriage and he's like oh i'm golfing and then she gets mad at lala for hanging out with megan fox and mgk But now they're not even friends anymore. They're not even friends anymore. And like, I felt they really, got into really a bad fight. for Sheena in that moment, though, when she was talking about her miscarriage. That was so Oh, wrong. that was that, that was, was so super sad. heartbreaking. Yeah, I love my Shishi. And I hope that she, um, I hope she just, this man is good and she gets what she wants in life. And also her baby's really fucking cute. Oh, all the, ba- all the babies cute. are cute. All the babies are cute. Um, I'm, and not I all babies are cute. no. But your nieces, and then I saw this baby. Hello, in, queen. Um, I saw this baby in Costco yesterday, and I literally like me and my mom like looked at each other, and I was like, I don't even know how that's possible. I was like, I don't even know how it is possible for someone to make a baby like that fucking cute. gorgeous. Guys, I'm I was not like, lying. I was like, when I have my niece and I walk and I'm in a store, I get stopped, and people are like, "That baby, that's a that's yeah, a cute you, baby. That baby is so cute. This baby at Costco was like, I, I probably, I think." They were like Middle Eastern, the most gorgeous eyes I've ever seen on a human being. I mean, I just was like, I was just like floored. I was like, I was like shook. I was like shook. I was in tears almost. I was in tears. And I turned to the, I turned to the cashier and I was like, I've, I don't think I've ever seen a baby that cute. And then she was like, she's like, I see a lot of cute babies here. <laughs> I was like, okay. She basically didn't agree with you. Honestly, no. if my baby's not that cute, send it back. Yeah. Send it send, back. Uh, Return send, to sender. Uh, send to sender. <laughs> LOL. Um, but yeah, so that's our opinion on Vanderpump Rules. And that's the end of... That's my Now, let's get into our Potomac recap. You started with 
me. No. And you need to learn how to finish. I didn't start Say this and you need to watch your mouth. Watch your mother's low budget. Go cry about it in your room. No, 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 no. All right, guys, uh, let's get into this Potomac recap. I first want to address before we dive into Potomac, since we didn't get to talk about it last week, last week's Potomac episode was by far one of the funniest Housewives episodes I've ever seen in my life. Like hands down. Hilarious. I was, I was on the floor. I was like laughing. I was like, it's, I'm not one of those, you know, when you guys go, go to the movie theater and you know, like when you're, you're like watching a comedy and people are like, there's people who laugh out loud and I, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's funny, but it ain't that funny. You know, I, that. I, 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 I'm not like a laugh out loud kind of person when I'm like watching like media that much, but like that, this, I was cackling. Like, I out feel loud like my laugh is like a sitting. Trixie Mattel scream. Yeah. I'm always like, <laughs> ah! <laughs> 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 uh, but this episode of Potomac, uh, that last episode of Potomac, I was in fucking tears. The editors, the fucking horror movie with Candace walking. I was down. just gonna say the horror movie with Candace was so funny. And then the like seat, uh, the Moderna play of it all. Uh, yeah. And then uh Wendy like going like, ah, ah, like with her hands or whatever. I was like, just, I'm not I'm not feeling well. So some something's going on. <laughs> I was just cackling. And then no, my favorite, one of my favorite lines for it was when Giselle was like, you guys can all leave. I invited you guys to my home and da, 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 or something like that. And Karen's like, this woman is clearly so delusional. Look around. <laughs> we are in your driveway. We are not even in your home. This is public property. <laughs> She's like, this is public property. You can't kick us um, out. Giselle was embarrassing. That whole thing was so embarrassing. Like there, you couldn't stop construction for one day. You were just, they were truly embarrassing. And then that last question, like, okay, be more specific about fucking Wendy. It's like obnoxious at this point. And like, and how do you not think you're, how are you not like receptive that you're like attacking this woman over and over and keep bringing it up? You keep bringing it up. There's zero. Like she wasn't even talking about it that entire time. And you they bring were it gaslighting up again. her the entire time. They were oh like, oh my gosh, the entire time. And then she's, well, why are you mad? Bitch, because you won't shut the fuck up about my goddamn marriage. Yeah. Like God. But Ugh. Wendy had the comeback of the episode when they said, well, is it, what if the blogs are reporting on this relationship? And she's like, well, it's the same blogs. I said you had an SCD. Period. Period. Collected. All right. Let, well, let's get into this week's episode. We open with Mia. Um, all the girls are getting ready for the, the girls' trip and everything. Um, and G Money is like not very excited about going on this, but like G Money. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, where'd you get that from? Her. Oh, I didn't catch that. She calls him G-Buddy all the time. What are you talking about? Roll it back. Know. Roll the tape. <laughs> roll roll, roll footage. footage. <laughs> um, but like, and she says like in her confessional, she's like, he can get like, he's like, you know, one way, but then he can get like a little extra. And uh, this was very foreshadowing because he, um, 
G is very interesting. Let's just put it that way. Like very, my jaw was on the floor with some moments. I, I would have been uncomfortable if I was. Oh, very I really uncomfortable. I would have been like, somebody take grandpa out. This is too much. And next week's episode, it looks like he like does something weird and Karen's reaction like sent me. Yeah. Well, he was trying to fuck Ashley. <laughs> he, he's just like. He's very horny. Uh, very, yeah. Very horny for, for an old man like that. <laughs> that Viagra mama. She does. But, um, Mia brings up the Candace drama and how she brought up her mom. Um, and I think what Candace said, like, was super out of pocket. I know that Candace didn't know in that moment, but then, like, later on in the episode, like, she's clearly being explained wh- why don't go there. And she keeps going there. And she does. Like, but also, if she, even if she didn't know and there was nothing about Mia's mom and they had no history like they do, a few seasons ago, she was telling Ashley, don't talk about my fucking mother. So now you can talk about mothers. Candace is a walking contradiction. And she showed us all this episode. Why the fuck she got her ass beat last season. I I don't think that she needed to get her ass beat, but I understand people wanting to beat her ass. Well, that, no, she that's what I'm saying. She deserved to get her ass beat, but she definitely does not help the situations. Like she, like she's, if they Clearly tell you that somebody's one. mother is a f- former drug addict, 10 years sober and had to give up her kid for foster care. And you keep talking about your mama, this, your mama, that, that the ass needs to be beat. Yeah. The, the, the wig needs to be snatched once again. I'm not one for violence, but I am one for violence. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Sometimes words can do so only so much and the hands have to come into play. It's yeah. It's, it. <sighs> It's unfortunate because I was really liking Candace this season. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. Um, (laughs) From Candace's very own line. But then we cut to Candace and um, I'm sorry, Chris Bassett smoking that cigar. I was what? I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that man, that man. He was like, smoking that cigar knowing that she was like putting her foot in her mouth second by second. And he was just like, he's puffing. And I was just like, oh, daddy. <laughs> you wanted to be that cigar. I, Yeah, absolutely. I was like, oh, my God. Sorry, guys. I'm like in heat. I was like, whoa. Um, but <laughs> Candace is talking about her music journey. I want everyone to know that I did listen to Candace's album front to back. Okay. It's actually a pretty good album. I'm not, I'm not even going to lie, but it's what's so funny about it is it has these interludes not that interlude. just absolutely send me like, it's like, like, it's like, it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, I almost thought she had me in the first half of not being like, a tacky housewife music person <laughs> like um it's honestly i'm not kidding go listen to the album there's bops it's 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 good like I really how many like songs it. is it it's a, it's a this is an album it, oh it's an album it's an album um it's got like a decent amount of songs but the interludes i'm not kidding it opens up with like <laughs> it opens up with a bunch of like sound bites of people talking shit about her no, <laughs> it's like no. So it's like it's like it's like Candace is a little brat. Candace needs to shut her mouth. She's so no. annoying. No, 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 no. And then it goes into like a song. Um, and I'm in Baraz. I'm in Baraz. And, and the song is about. But then there's an interlude where she's like, "Oh my gosh, like have you guys ever like been you know 
that where a person can just do no wrong to you, but they're treating you like garbage. I was stigmatized. I was, I was, I was hypnotized by the dick. Like she says that. And is and the then, song called Dickmatize? No, it's not. It's wait, I think it is called no, it's not Dickmatized. It, but it's like, um, <laughs> let me go to the album actually. But uh, there's another one that here we go. I'm at the album. Deep Space is what the album is called. Lewd behavior interlude, situationship. I think that's the one that's the um, other one. But the I'm gone interlude. Guys. Hypnotized by these fuckboys. And just not being able to make sense of common sense that's enough not not <laughs> able to make sense of common sense no I it makes can't. no sense um but the other one is called i'm gone interlude and what it is i'll play it like we'll roll a clip you want this easiest for you because it's my f-ing life yes but guess what i'm your f-ing husband and you're gonna listen to I don't me listen to sh- i'll move you myself if i have to go for it move goodbye Uh, but it's literally her fight with Chris when she's in the car. And she's like, get away from my car. Get away from my door. And he's like, you don't know how to be like, act. it's literally just like her fight with him. That's the they interlude. Just use, they just use the Potomac. Like they just use the Potomac clip. I think there's like. even one part, I think in the, um, Oh, it's that first interlude. I think at the end of it, it's, she's like, good night. Good night. I died. Like, I'm not, I'm not kidding. And then like, it goes from that fight with her and Chris in the car and it goes, it segues into drive back. <laughs> I like this, like, this is kind of great. Like I'm like loving for this. Is it, it's, it's camp. It's camp. It's, it's camp. It's camp. But guys, it's got like 15 songs on it. It's we 35 minutes. We should make minutes. t-shirts that say it's camp. It's camp. Because <laughs> that's it's literally camp. all we it's say camp. on this podcast. We always say it. We're like, um, if, if something is so bad, we're like, um, Honestly, it's camp. It's camp. It's camp. Um, but seriously, so funny. Um, but yeah, she talks about like her little like music journey. What was your opinion on her? Like, what's your opinion on the whole Chris manager situation? Cause like, I'm kind of at the point where I don't think that they should, like, I feel like she is trying to cut a corner, like not like where she's like, she is being cheap where she wants to like save money on a manager to put into like her music, which like if, but like, that I feel like they have not sat down and talked expectations. They haven't, but I mean, I honestly, she wants him to be a manager and he wants to be a supportive husband. And it's like the, what they both want isn't matching up. And it's like, girl, hire a fucking manager or pay him a salary to where he can leave the cooking job, but y'all can't afford to have him leave the cooking catering job. So it's like, if you can't afford it, then just get a real manager, get someone that's cheaper, get an assistant who can, you know, yeah, you like, yourself and get an assistant who can do this because you just trying to be cheap is going to ruin your marriage. Yeah. And, and like th- being a supportive husband and being a manager are like two very different things. Absolutely. So, different things. um, but so then she starts discussing like the Mia thing, um, with Chris and she brings up that projector moment. That was, <laughs> she's like literally like air bending. Like it's like avatar. The, like, what was she doing? Like, she's been, like Dragon Ball Z. Like, 
like that yes it was very that and i was like girl what are you also, doing i don't think it was the moment that she thought it was i think no, it head, definitely she was wasn't. like oh that's gonna be a hit that's gonna be in the trailer like oh people are gonna love that and girl it didn't it wasn't given what it was supposed to give no we're laughing at you not with you yeah it was very moment. much giselle <laughs> She's very much out with Giselle too much. <laughs> too much. Giselle gives me the ick. Um, this episode though showed us that you know I'm offer if I if I don't like a housewife I'm not someone that's like get him off the show because I'm not dumb and I know the show needs rating and needs mess. But this episode showed us that I don't think that we need Giselle as much as she thinks that we need her. Like the trip was dynamic. It was great without her, and she's just been a sourpuss and been like, if you don't want to come to shit, like you aren't this like. But it looks untouchable like she, housewife. They come next week. Yeah, because production's probably get the fuck over there now. Yeah. Or you're we're gonna duck your pay. Hop, hop, hopple your ass over there. Better hopple your ass over to the seaside or wherever the fuck they're at and start the filming. Bay. The Chesapeake Bay, which I had to Google where that was. No idea where that is. That's, it's that's apparently candle. it's between like New York and Virginia or something like that. Do I need to go to the Chesapeake Bay? News to me. I, no. <laughs> All I know about Chesapeake Bay is that it's a candle scent from Yankee Candle. <laughs> Not Yankee Candle. Is it? I don't buy Yankee Candle. I think that's tacky. I'll, I will let I, you know. I, no, I'm a Bath and Body Works girl. No, I, I think Bath and Body Works is Three tacky wins. too. I'm it's, a... I'm Listen, a Marshalls it can, girl. It can and look I love tacky, but it, no, not a Marshalls girl. They have the best fucking candles that they have the Sand and Fog brand, the DW. If you guys are home goods, Marshalls girls. I mean, I'm, I am a home gr- goods Marshalls girl, but I, I'm a Maxinista too. Like, but like, I, they I'm not buying my candles, candles there. No, 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 like, no, no, no. You no, guys, and Body please, Works has please the DM us. Ones. Please DM us. We're going to do a poll on the, on the Instagram. We're going to do a poll on PJ Maxx candles or Bath and Body Works candles. TJ I Max think candles. the proof is in the pudding. And I think everyone is going to vote Bath and Body Works. I uh, know. I just lit my my favorite one is Leaves. I lit that yesterday and I watched like, a spooky movie. I love. I think that there's just a little more like je ne sais quoi and a little bit more like uniqueness to a Marshall's candle. Because you find that one scent and you might never find that scent again. So it's just like, wow, these are special See, I don't like that. I don't want to do. have one scent that is going to go away and me have to like scour the earth to find it. I want it to be seasonal right now. where every I single have. year I can go and I know it's going to be there. Um, I have six candles right like now between name. my two dressers. And sometimes when the candles are done, I don't throw them away because they look nice and I can use them. Two of them are Boy Smells Casey Musgrave sandals and that, that candles, that's a very expensive candle, but she gets lit on special occasions. Does it smell good? Does it fill up a room? Yeah, it fills up a room. Like you could literally, the scent is black pepper, patchouli oil, raspberry, smoked paprius, amber. It smells really fucking good. The boy smells candle will lit up, light up your entire room after paprius. like five minutes. Papaya? <laughs> Prius? Papyrus? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> enough candles. I will be buying the La Dame candle though. I will too. It's I going will. in my bathroom. <laughs> um, anyway i'm gonna be like every time i take someone to my house i'm gonna be like here's my housewife's bathroom with my ladam candle three wick three wick three wick and you know and what I'm throw wendy a bone and i'm gonna buy her candle too i am too but it's gonna go in my bedroom it's not gonna be completely displayed <laughs> no, that yeah that one will get burned a little bit more um faster but anyway, so we cut to uh, Robin. Ashley is over and they discuss the reasonably shady party and everything that like went on. And 
Robin's just kind of like, uh, Candace, like, fucked up. Like, that was, like, a way too over the line. Like, you know about her mom? Like, and then she explains and it's like, it, it was too much, you know, too, very team too much. Ashley, I love, like, I love Ashley this season, too. Like, like her like role. I wish she was like in it a little bit more. I feel like she's like not in it as much, but when she's in it, like, I just like love her commentary. And like, I, it's a very, it's very interesting to see her so close with Robin and Giselle now. Yeah. Cause when did that happen? And she's also really close with Karen too. And remember like they were not friends. They like, were a few not friends. Ago. But you know what? Cause Ashley's fucking smart guys. When she shows up, she shows up and makes sure that she drops a nuke and she's close with the core four. Cause they all are the OGs. And she knows that these relationships are going to bring her into next season and the season after that. Yeah. She knows what she knows how to play the housewife game. Really. Good. I love Ashley Darby. Um, but anyways, so they discussed that like Giselle sent a text basically saying like, have fun. Like I'm not going on this trip. Um, because, Wendy's delivery was so poor. I I was howling when she was like, "You can bring the you can bring um uh you know your husband, you, Lascala bring your husband, and I don't know um Giselle bring your luggage." I was like, "Not the luggage." She she read her down. Read her. Wendy's reads are getting a little bit more um polished and i mean they were always polished but they always seemed like they were trash now they were rehearsed writ- written out and rehearsed they're seeing what seeming the delivery is better i'd say i agree um, um okay, uh, robin you of all people do not have the fortune or the opportunity to miss this trip because you have the privilege to do so. You do not have the privilege to miss this trip because you do not possess the vernacular that you think you do. Somebody (laughs) lied to you several times. Somebody told you you were pretty hot and fly. You are nothing of the sort. You will be let go. So you need to show the fuck up to filming. You don't, it's like kind of like one of those things where it's like, uh, you're on your like like last warning like don't like fuck up and then she's like i'm not going on the trip i go you can't afford to not go on the trip it's literally like, when your manager sits you down and it's like if you're late one more time like we are gonna let you go it's really getting to be too much and then the next day at work you show up 20 minutes late with the starbucks cup and yeah. they're like get the fuck out get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> like robin like you I've been fired from many a jobs for being late. So <laughs> that was some personal experience. Oh, geez. See, I've never been fired. As ever. Zach knows, I have terrible time management. Poor. The, the worst. And you know what? You can say a lot of things about me, but I'm very self-aware. I'll be the first person to call it. I'm like, guys. No, Mo does like Mo does clock himself a lot, but like, and like, but listen, like, I don't want you to be like a Jen Shaw or a person who like clocks themselves all the time, but keeps doing the behavior and says like, sorry. So we're you know working what, on it. We're working on it. We're moving forward. We are Mercury's in retrograde. We're not going to move forward right now. Mo's actually been like on time the past like couple podcast episodes. When we first like started, Mo would be like, girl, I just started the episode. It's like 930. And like, <laughs> I'm like, why? And he's like, hold on. I've been running around all day. I've been Instacarting, you know. I was and- so fucking busy. <laughs> Guys, I've started showing up to work early too in my job. Every time I come in, the entire restaurant's like, wow, look who made it on top. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you. this is what you do, guys. Listen, you set the bar so low when you first start a job that anything you do after that just seems like incredible. 
I would not take that advice, but <laughs> if you are a person that struggles with that, then maybe that's the route for you, but I would not, I would probably just like make sure that you're meeting expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it at that. That's the lowest the bar should be is meet expectations. And if you don't um, like indeed's always looking. <laughs> Anyways, so then we cut to uh, Wendy and her dog. Have you ever seen a dog that show? She just like put that thing over her dog. Her dog sat there, looked up, did its fashion moment. I was like, you're a cute little dog. Um, it's nothing like Meredith's fucking dogs. Let's talk last week. Meredith's dogs. Terrors. That was like, if you don't take them out to pasture like that is there's cameras here. There's people. They are embarrassing. Take them out to pasture. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't come I was like, that is not what you meant. And then you're like, pew, pew. <laughs> shut me down. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. <laughs> she shot me down. I've been listening to Jazzy Gaga all week. So I know you have. Stream Love for Sale, everyone on Spotify and stream. <laughs> <laughs> stream now and then stream, stream Candace's <laughs> Deep Space right after. Yeah, you go from Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett to Drive Back. Drive Back. Um, but anyways, yeah, so then uh, they're getting ready. Robin and Giselle are not going on the trip. Karen is getting ready. Um, I was like, and then what was it? Karen is getting ready with Ray and Ray was like, "Is Juan going on the trip?" And Wendy's confessional was like, uh, "Not Wendy's confessional." Karen's. She's like, "Well, Robin's like thumbing herself, and I think she's like totally like capable of like being alone." Like, <laughs> I was like, "Karen, you are so out of pocket for that." And then it was like that that throwback clip of like uh, the last trip where Robin is like, "What? What?" And she's like. <laughs> You want me to fuck myself? Um, did you notice Ray's shade when he was like, well, we invited them all to the wedding and I don't know who Giselle's going to bring her hairdresser. Then cut I to Giselle, cut to Giselle with the hairdresser. Giselle, that hairdresser, what's his name? Like Kai or Cly or I don't know, something. I feel like he's like her hairstylist, her best friend, her cousin, and her stylist. Are they related? I feel like that's her cousin, no? No, I don't think they're related. No. Monique, had the, just... Monique had the cousin, right? Who was like her assistant? I think so. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then <laughs> it's time for the cast trip. The place looks beautiful. Um, G with the valet thing I thought was like funny, where he was like, Oh, here, Eddie, like you can take my car. Um he came but, in to get fucked up. GVO, Mo. GVO. G-V-O. What is the for again? Good vibes only. Good vibes only. GVO or GTFO. GVO or GTFO. Um, That's what the episode at first, was. I was like, at first, I was like, LOL, G is a key. I was like, at first, like in the first like five minutes or whatever, I was like, this dude is like funny. He seems like he would be like, you know, like you're like ripping shots, but then like he's definitely the type of person that like two shots max. Max. Because then he, you take it away. Yeah then you take it away because he just started going off the rails. Like he was, I mean, that man was lit, lit, lit. And up. It was, it was very like, it's like, you know, when you're around someone who's so fucking drunk that it makes you so uncomfortable that you're like, how, like, what is it? Like, you need to go home. 
like, what do I do in this situation with what you're saying? Like, like what are you like- even speaking of? I had this group come into my restaurant this week and they were so fucking drunk. Like, I mean, I've never seen people this drunk. And then the woman was like, this is my boyfriend and this is her boyfriend and this is our drug dealer. And I was like, ma'am, you can't, like, can't tell me that. And I immediately had to go tell someone, like, they're really fucking drunk. And then you have to tell the server because they can't, you know, they can't serve them. We're liable. It was a whole ordeal. But like that, it gave me like that. I was like, then she was like all up in my face. And then she like started talking Spanish to me in a very broken way. And I was like, well, that's just problematic. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know, and that's what, the, that's what it was giving me. If I was there and he was that drunk, I would have been like, Ooh, child. yeah. Like cut this man off. Like, I mean, cut he started off. talking about like, when he was doing the the motion of like fucking like oh like a white like woman a white woman <laughs> like i was like someone did, like so i was like mia get a hold of your husband like oh my god stop fucking the air acting like it's a white woman she was like yeah g loves white women i was like okay this is Let's not. Let's not do this. Let's not and say we did. But um, so then Candace and Wendy and Escala like go into another room and Candace is just basically like G is on level 37. Like he is team too much right now. And it's leaning towards becoming problematic and going yeah. left. Like, you know, which I was like, okay, agreed. You know, like in a, you know, in like two hours, he was going to get to that point where it was like, what the fuck is coming out of your mouth right now? And she compared him to Michael. <laughs> that was, I thought that wasn't fair. <laughs> I don't think that was a fair comparison. I I think it, I think in the sense of like awkwardly, like I think what she meant, which I do see this comparison is that I feel like Michael and G feel like they need to like, put on a show or overcompensate when they're like in front the of cameras are on and the cameras yeah. are on. Um, and it just sometimes like their humor is not landing the way that they think it's landing. I don't think and it's one like thing you said it was landing. None no. of it was, no, the entire group was like very much WTF. Um, but then <laughs> Candace brings up me. I, I think it's so funny that they bring up me as hands and feet, like every episode. I don't think I there's think an episode we've had where they have not talked about her big feet, like size 14 or whatever. <laughs> That's a big foot, but like, also like let her live. Let her live. Let her live. I like when she said, I love my big feet. Um, but Candace is starts going off on Mia because Mia enters the room. Um, they bring up like the mom comment and she calls her broke, her mom broke again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Candace, like enough. And then like, Wendy's enough. trying to explain like the story of her mom. Wendy doesn't want to like, you know, say it, say it, because it's like that's not her story to tell. But it's like, you need to stop talking about her mom because she has a history with her mom. And it's like, first of all, just don't talk about mamas because you're so defensive about your mom. Yeah. Like you get so defensive when everyone brings up Dorothy, who's one of the most toxic parents we've ever seen on Bravo. And like, you can't sit there and point the finger and then not expect people to say the same thing to you. Right. It's It's giving hypocritical. I mean, we've been new that Candace is a hypocrite, but like what housewife isn't? Like, I mean, like right. most housewives are super hypocritical. Um, and that's why we watch because it's like very entertaining to watch them go back and forth. Um, but then uh, <laughs> Ashley and Karen finally arrive. They get the room assignments. Candace is not happy about being picked last for room assignments. I swear there's never, ever, ever on a housewife cast trip like a smooth sailing room the, assignment. No. 
Um, but remember when Tinsley gave everyone the Tiffany's necklace and it had like a number on it? Oh yeah, to pick the room and then that was cute though. That was cute. Um, but Candace says that Mia needs to go to therapy, and this is when everything like oh, and previously we didn't talk about this, but like G told Mia to shut the fuck fuck up. up. But I feel like it wasn't in like it was like in a. I I don't. It wasn't in like a. And then Candace said, "Yeah, that's okay. Me and Chris tell each other that, but like not in mixed company." Candace, y'all tell each other that on camera. Like that's the most mixed company. That's the most mixed company. On national television. Also, when Mia got the phone call from her friend and was like, "Oh, my rich friend's calling," not like these broke bitches. Yeah. (laughs) Um. But uh, Candace is like, uh, she like looks at you. She's like, tell me to shut the fuck up again. And I was also like, Candace, Candace is very entertaining though. She was like, you need therapy because you constantly act like you're better than people and all, talk about how many jobs you have and how much like money you make. And it's like, yeah, she talks about this, but you constantly bring down the fact that she was a stripper and a sex worker. So she has to talk herself up because you constantly talk her down. And then she did something else like that was like kind of like this is the thing and this is the the main thing that i will clock candace on and why i kind of like understand why monique did what she did last season which is that candace aggressively gets into someone's face as if she's going to throw hands you know what i'm saying it like kind of sets the scene it's like she kind of like like she does this this you know and like i am as if she's going to throw hands and also, then get Candace, hit and then cry. Mia and is like, like 10 times your size. Like she's so much taller than you. She will fuck you up. Yeah, I, Mia, Mia, I don't think Mia's the one to play. I don't think she's all. the one to play with too. Listen, any stripper knows that strippers beat the shit out of each other. And Mia has definitely thrown down. She's had yeah, a lot. No, for sure. Like, being a stripper is, you got to like defend yourself. So I know a lot of strippers. I lived with one. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, it was very problematic. <laughs> not because of not because she was a tripper, just because she was a mess. Yeah, but I, um, I came anyways, to the house plenty of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that house was horrible. <laughs> um, your friend who like stole from me that one time. <laughs> that listen, I I don't claim that girl no more, but that was fucked up. That was so. Mo invited this girl. I had like this party for like my roommate's birthday, and like. It was a girl I like, went to middle school and high school with and it's like just such a fucking mess. You know those people that have been in your life for so long that like you go out with them maybe once every two, three years because you're like, okay, I feel bad. You don't have friends. Like you, not that she's like a loser or anything. Like she's a hot fucking mess. Has like three kids by three different baby daddies. Like shot one of her baby daddies and he, he went to prison. <laughs> she she is, no, she is. I was scared when she came back to the house the next day and like, we were like, get off of our property. Like she was just so insane guys. It's a story for another day. Cause it was yeah. so long. I mean like, but long story short, she like stole from us then came back thinking that we stole from her and we're like, and then came into my house, like looked all like, and then accused us of stealing her. My roommate went she off lost her. a wristlet that had like $2,500 on her because like her ex-boyfriend was a drug dealer and gave her like three grand to go out that night. And she like spent like $800 of it at the club. And I mean, I didn't pay for a goddamn thing that night. And it was back in the days when I was using and boozing. So we were just lit up. And then she thought that someone at Zach's house stole it. Meanwhile, she stole a bunch of stuff. I was like, girl, you came into my house and stole shit. Get out. My roommate Jess was like, it, it was like on video. She's like, she's like, like, she's like talking. And the, and the girl, most friend was like, 
uh, like, and I, and I Venmo to you back. So you're welcome. And Jess stops like, Jess stops like mid sentence. And is like, I'm welcome. I'm welcome. You came into my house and fucking took shit. Get out before I call the cops. Literally like slams the door. This girl leaves. I leave to go pick up my like roommate's niece. I come back. There's two cops in front of my house. Not because Jess called the cops because the girl who stole from us called the cops on us because she felt threatened by us. I was like, this is, you cannot make this shit up. It was so like insane. And literally like two years later, she shot the father of her children in both legs and ended up not going to court because he was like a big drug dealer and the cops were looking for him anyways. And she like pled self-defense, which it wasn't. Mess, mess, mess. mess. Well, anyway. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, I'm not getting getting brought into no shit. (laughs) Um, Back to the Real Houses of Potomac mess. This is where we get the lettuce throw. I, I can't eat already. I was like, Miss Mia with that lettuce. She like just picked that up. And went, yeah, boom. It was like an art, like the way yeah, she like. Candace threw one thing and Mia said, no, no, no. She just like threw it. And it was like the way, like I was living and I'm ready to see like the rest of this because it cut off and it was like a to be continued. Like that's a to be continued. Like that's. That's a to be continued. Bravo. Use it lightly. Use I will it, say yeah, that this firstly. season of the Potomac Housewives is incredible. This cast is incredible. I am loving this season. It's it's going to end next soon. Next week and next week looks really good. Next week looks so good. So good. I'm excited. All right. Well, that is our Potomac recap. Let's go on to Salt Lake City. When Lisa's screaming, it's because she's being challenged. Why are we doing this? Why? I just want John. When Lisa cries, it's because she doesn't want to deal with it. I really just want to work this out. I just want my husband. You know what? I am heartbroken right now. And when Lisa walks away, it's because she's guilty and she's been caught red-handed. guys let's talk about this salt lake city episode i loved it i'm loving salt lake this uh this season so far it's so good and we haven't even gotten into the gen drama it's very much like beverly hills where we had a little bit of time before we got into the erica drama that still was like great i honestly am not even like like with beverly hills i was like on the edge of my seat waiting for the erica stuff but with salt lake i'm not even waiting for the gen stuff like i'm more interested in like the storylines that are going on yeah, I'm very entertained already. Um, but so moving up with Meredith and versus Jen last week um, was the ice fishing um, moment, and Jen, and that's where we get Meredith. Like I, I do love Meredith. Like I'm not gonna do the deflecting, and like, and her sunglasses are like flying off her like face. I was like, she's doing too much right now. But I was like cackling. I will um, say like last episode with. Um, 
Meredith and sitting down with Mary and then with Brooks, like I felt really bad for him. Like you could see in his face, he was just so terrorized, like retelling the story of like Jen and everything. And like, honestly, if he truly hasn't come to terms with his sexuality, like it's really fucked up the things that she's. No, it's super fucked up because it's like. And as a mother cares what age he is, like I will fuck you up. Like I will go to bat for my kid, whatever age he is. It's very, it's very, the coming out process, like regardless of where you come from, who your parents are, who your family is, it's hard. It's like, it's not easy. And um, I just feel, I, I do feel bad for Brooks. Yeah, he had like this really bad. like, just scared look on his face, even telling it. So I'm like, that just made me feel really bad. So whatever I it's said gonna about be Brooks, interesting I feel sorry. It's going to be interesting to see. We get a sit down next sit down with, with him with and Jen. Jen. The gag. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so then Lisa is trying to like call Meredith down. Meredith is like freaking out, sunglasses flying off her face. And Jen is also like just being like so obnoxious. Jen is so like, toxic. I was like, Jen, like, like when she was like yelling at Stu and he's just like trying to like like. I was like, stop. I was like, oh my God. And she's like, my therapist tells me about, and I was like, you're not listening to your therapist. I'll give that therapist Weird. a raise. Raise. Like, a, raise. a raise. Also her, so that backpack that she had on was a special Louis Vuitton, like <laughs> one, capsule, <laughs> capsule collection. That is a very expensive backpack. I was like, bitch, you're holding a $20,000 backpack in your hand. I, and then you throw that I, tennis bracelet. I, that and whole, the way Stu picked that up, he needs that for bail. The, the whole and then lisa's confessional like she's like she's like how much do you think that bracelet is 70 70k 70k tops like 70k minimum 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 and then and then like when she steals the backpack heather's like that's actually like a good idea she can't leave and then she's like give me my backpack and she's like no lisa Lisa, shut the fuck up lisa shut the fuck up um and and heather and and the way killing me from the side just being the like greek chorus from the side like drinking they're like drinking their little tea and they're just like and then and then little Jenny, like Jenny was like, you know, do you want to be friends with her? Do you want to be friends with her? Then shut the fuck up and listen to each other. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Jenny over there getting into She's it. She's throwing down. <laughs> As she should. I like but yeah, that. I'm like, I'm like, Jen needs to calm the fuck down. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. That's like, you like to tweet. Oh, when like, she was like, well, what about my kids? And then <laughs> Meredith got so calm and was like, what about your kids, Jen? What about what them? did I do? What did I do to them? She's like, well, like, oh, they've had to, she, she couldn't even get it out. And then at first she was like, she had to think about it. She had to think about it because clearly it's not bothering her. That didn't bother her. She's just using that as a deflect. It is a deflection where she's just like, well, you said this about me, but blah, all she blah. had to do was say, I didn't know that he hadn't come out yet. I'm sorry that even if it wasn't me, that homophobic tweets were like from my account. I apologize. I'd like to sit down with Brooks and speak to him. And I'm going to talk to my team and make sure that doesn't happen again. That's exactly. It. If you know that bitch that was on her iPhone, writing and liking all of those fucking tweets that 100% she's like, she's were like, her. She's like, I want Jen to hit him like a sissy bitch. Oh, this is hilarious. Whoa. Like, <laughs> Dude, look at this. Look at this. Stu, Stu Chains, come here. I'm read this one. I'm going to like it. I'm going to favorite it. <laughs> um, But then Whitney asks Lisa why she wants to protect Jen Shaw because it seems that like like it, it there are moments where like especially with heather where it's like what does this bitch have on you it's like really weird it's really you know? weird it's giving very much like 
Jen is, it's obviously like we've said before, Jen's like the cool girl in high school and they're like all dust. Like she's like the queen bee. She's the Regina George as we were recording on October 3rd. Happy Mean Girls Day, guys, by the way. Um, But yeah, she's like, she's the Regina George of like Salt Lake City. Yeah. And they're all like literally dying for her fucking attention. Who's the Caddy Heron? Um, Definitely like Whitney, I feel. Yeah. No, Whitney's a Karen. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. Whitney's a Karen. Um, Heather is a Gretchen Wieners. Yeah. She's like, oh she my like God. Yeah. Literally do anything for mm. her attention. And then I'd say like, Caddy is like, Lisa? No, more. <laughs> I was going to say Meredith, but I get Miss Norberry vibes. Miss <laughs> Norberry's a sad drug pusher. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay have you ever heard like the musical like no, i was gonna ask musical? you i was like no but i broadway's back and as soon as mean girls comes back on broadway is it coming back Isn't i don't it? know if it's coming back but i know because they're, the sun- they're doing a movie but oh, i musical. also i saw the musical when i was in new york a couple years ago and i like love the soundtrack but there's this one there's this one moment and it's um, a song that regina sings when she's like throwing the papers like the burn book and stuff and she's like having this song moment just about katie or whatever and then like there's this moment in like the bridge where the uh, like the company um the ensemble is like that like (laughs) she's like she like sings a line and they're like train pack is a grosky biatch (laughs) and and then they're like miss norberry's a drug pusher i want to watch the world burn it's like so funny rosie was yeah, i was playing so in the car today and rosie was like this is so unhinged she was like this is so unhinged i so funny musicals. i'm gonna listen it's, oh it's so funny it's like one of my favorite songs too by the way but i'm really excited for the musical i was like what movie has ever done a, a movie, movie and a to musical. broadway to movie now that's, a, now that's a full circle moment that's a full circle moment. Um, but yeah, so then Jen finally like apologizes to Meredith. She finally like chills out. Like Jen doesn't like, like she does not take a second to think. No, no thought. You know? Just screams. No, just screams. <laughs> no thoughts, just anger. <laughs> what do you think I have to deal with? When? Uh, uh, it's like, very me, victim, victim, victim. Oh my gosh, very that's that. exhausting. But they, I, was, I was shook that Meredith hugged her. I was too. I was like, why are you doing that? I wouldn't have hugged her. I wouldn't have hugged her yet. Yeah, you're like, fuck you, you fucking homophobe. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then we get Lisa Barlow going to uh, this girl, Sarah, her friend Sarah Jane's house. And this is where we meet the surprise new friend of. Has Andy. this ever happened, guys? Where we've had a friend of that we knew nothing about. It came out last week that she, in a sneak peek, that she was joining. She has a confessional. She very much, this episode, was a full-time housewife. Oh, yeah. He hosted the event. And half of the episode, almost all of the episode, was about her and her drama. She had so many confessionals. We found out about her home life, that she has a trans child, which was beautiful. Let's get into that later, but that was a beautiful scene. That was a beautiful scene, yeah. Just so much about her. She felt so full-time. And why didn't they make her full-time? We can have eight housewives. I liked it. I liked, I liked it. I hope it. she gets promoted. Based I, on me too. I well. really like her. She is rich, honey. She's rich, honey. I she mean, and then, wearing and then a that- Tom Ford gown. And then she switched into this fucking floor-length Prada feathered gown. Those two gowns between the two of them were well over $50,000. 
That's crazy. No, well and, then, over. Um, and then the people that she is has, has at this event. A million dollars? A million dollar donation? That man said it the way that I add fucking guac at Chipotle. He was like, <laughs> I want to do a million. Five million? I'm donating a million dollars. I was like, I screamed. I audibly I was screamed. like, ah! I know. <laughs> I was like, whoa. God. But yeah, so we meet, we meet Angie. Um, she's got a trans son. Um, and she also like is a Chick-fil-A girl. And I'm like, you should probably look in, you should probably look into that. And she yeah. you should uh, look into Chick-fil-A. their values. And Queen Icon Legend Lisa Barlow was like, I used to be a Chick-fil-A girl, but now I'm on a KFC kick. And I go, I thought she was going to bring up like the LGBTQ stuff. I thought, so, I thought so too. When she said I used to eat there. Yeah, I was like, like waiting. Also, I don't know much about this Sarah Jane girl, but I just like people who have two first names. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I think Jane. it's super funny. She was really pretty. Yeah, she was very pretty. Um, the filler was giving very much Ariana Grande's new face on The Voice, where her oh my gosh, yeah, her jaw and chin are so fucking sharp, and that's just like the goal that I want in life. Yeah, like that, I'm gonna show a picture of Sarah Jane and Ariana Grande to whoever does fillers and be like, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Angie invites them to this like charity event. Um, it's like an LGBTQ um charity event. Uh, and for like she's got a trans son so it's like very dear and near to her heart and then she starts like saying well you know whitney's gonna be there um to lisa and she's like this was my favorite this was my favorite part of the entire episode and maybe this whole season of salt lake so far was (laughs) she's like well you know whitney and i are cousins and i'm like one how many cousins does fucking whitney have and then two (laughs) The part that I died was when Lisa was like, listen, I don't care if they, like, they are these inbred polygamy cousins. <laughs> I do not buy Angie and Whitney being close now because they're like these inbred polygamy cousins. It's like weird. It's so weird. It's like they just woke up one day and were like, oh my God, we're cousins. It's like me having my best friends when I was little and saying, oh my God, we're sisters. We're both from Adam and Eve. We're sisters. It's that insane to me. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking howled. I I screamed. And then she's like, she's like, that's like so weird. It's, it's so weird. It's so weird. And then she goes, y'all, you know that Zach is like a Lisa Barlow stan. I'm a stan. I am quickly lisa barlow's quickly rising up in my top housewives like her her monotone delivery and everything everything she says is just so iconic her meltdown which we'll get into at the end of this episode was something that housewife legends are made of oh i know i know unhinged truly unhinged truly we have like a a housewife legend in the making like i'm obsessed with her and then when she's like she's like that's like literally being like Oh my gosh, like you're from Adam and Eve. I'm from Adam and Eve. We're sisters. I was like, <laughs> she I was, was like, baby, baby girl, that is what the Christian church says. So uh, it's not too far off. Like, <laughs> you know how many times I grew up with people going, like, you're my brother in Christ. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so gross. Uh, um, I, as, as someone who has a sister. lot of cousins, um, and people always say that when I'm like, "This is my cousin," and you guys like really cousins. You guys just like known each other for a long time. Like, no, our fucking moms are sisters, dumbass. I have like, <laughs> I have eight aunts. Like, <laughs> we're cousins. Oh my gosh, Mo, uh, oh, you're gonna laugh at this because I just got a text message from my cousin, ah! <laughs> and she goes, 
Candace once again being the bitch she is. <laughs> okay, I guys, let's segue into this real quick. A little pause back to Potomac. I tweeted tonight a tweet about Candace that is doing numbers, which is great. It was shady, but stop fucking tagging housewives in our oh tweet or our gosh, Instagram. Please, please stop. PSA, if you tag a housewife in our Instagram and you do not follow us, we're going to block you like instantly block you because we don't want them to see it. This is a meme account. It's meant to be funny. It's meant to be shady. If we want them to see it, we will tag we'll them. tag them. Like we but, tagged uh, Angie in this last one because we wanted her to see it. So maybe she'd follow us because it wasn't shady. It was just introducing her. But, but for example, we made a post about Crystal that wasn't even that shady. I just and, called her Little Miss Lion King. And and people people were tagging her in the comments, roasting her, and she blocked us. So please do not tag her. This is a tag-free zone. Please, please do not tag her. This is your warning. This is your fair warning. Tag a housewife in our comments, blocked. Um, But anyways, back to um, the episode. Then we get to um, Mary, and her son is like... Her son hates her. (laughs) He hates her. He doesn't speak to her. Dude, no. When she asks him a question, he like looks at her with like dead eyes. He can't stand her. He's like, "You fucked your grandpa. Get the fuck away." He's from like, me. "You're so <laughs> annoying. You're, <laughs> you're so, so annoying. annoying." And then and then she does that like that face. She's like, "Robert Junior, say something." The camera's wrong. Are you weird? Are you acting weird? <laughs> oh, and, and then I like I just like when she's like, "Okay." Okay. okay. And then okay. give them like a side hug. Also, has Mary been like so profound these past two episodes or has it been me? Like every time she talks to Meredith about the gen stuff, she makes so much sense. No, she does. But then at the same time, she's like, then she farts. Her, her, <laughs> I have to poot. <laughs> See, that's what she does to me. I, it was giving very much like Shannon Bedora. Like this right here is Vicky Gondelson. <laughs> yeah. When she like, when she like held her like gut and she's like, this it's all thinking Gunnelson. I go, no, you're just crazy, Shannon. No, Shannon, you just got a little fat. It happens to all of us. It happens to the best of us, all including of us. me right now. Um, but yeah, and I'm also wondering, like, where is Robert Senior? Did we talk? Did they talk about that or anything? Like, where is? Yeah, he like- he hasn't come since COVID, so he's been in Florida because he's afraid to travel. That's right. Okay, but I was, honestly, I was like he could travel. Yeah, I think he, I think he's fine. But um, so Mary is talking about her like relationship with Jen and that it hasn't been like they made up in New York. But then Jen shared a meme where it was like <laughs> how it started, how it's going. <laughs> Guys, the meme was funny. The meme, the meme okay. was funny. The meme was giving. The meme was giving. The meme was a lot different than the homophobic stuff that she was liking. Yeah, the meme was like it was like the meme was actually funny. funny. The meme it wasn't mean spirited. Yes. Was it true? <laughs> it's funny. Yes. Yes. Did Mary know that man when she was a child? Yes. It was funny. It was funny. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, but yeah, so then this is when Whitney and Angie go to lunch and the cousin thing kind of gets explained. They have like the same great, 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 great grandfather or something like that. Some colonizer. I saw, I, something like that. Pioneer. (laughs) Um, But the cousin thing gets explained. Angie discusses the catering drama. So basically what had happened was after Lisa came over to Sarah Jane's house and basically found out that like Angie and Whitney are like tight. Five hours later, Angie gets a call from the caterers who are like friends with Lisa Barlow, basically going like, we're pulling out. 
Now, Mo, what is your, what do you think? Do you think that Lisa had anything to do with this? Or do you think that this is just like, like a made up plot? Lisa did this. Lisa clearly <laughs> did this. Like, what the fuck? The caterers are her friends. She goes to film with Angie and Sarah Jane. And then literally five hours later, the caterers who use Lisa's name in the text that yeah. they sent to Angie are like, we do events with Lisa Barlow and we're not doing yours anymore, basically. Sorry to do this to you, but we're pulling yeah. out. If this isn't clear as day, I don't know what is. As G said, does a bear shit in the woods? Is the Pope yeah. Catholic? <laughs> like, did Lisa Barlow cancel the caterers for Angie's event? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, I definitely. Love, I love, 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 love petty housewives drama like this. Me too. I, this I is live for Like it. Bethany and Ramona not returning the Hervé Leger dress. Like, I love little petty shit that's not that deep. When you, you know, we're going to have deep shit this season with Jen Shaw, but like, Little petty shit like this, crystal and the ugly leather pant, like you know, yeah, that like those stuff. things. I was just telling someone, I was like, quintessential the things housewife. that I live about housewives is not even like the really, really like heavy drama. It's like the petty housewife drama, and then like even their little like like lines, like yeah. little lines or something. I just like live for that. Um, like the polygamy comment, like had me on the floor. I was that was, in that tears. was hilarious. Um, but yeah, so Whitney thinks that Lisa is sabotaging this event and Angie needs to do something about it. Now it's time for the fundraiser. This party looked fabulous. Fabulous. This was like Beverly Hills style. Like, oh, Hills I know. Style. Just this gorgeous. I mean, like they were like, you were getting diamonds at the door. Like, how were they clocking who was not returning the diamonds? That's what I was wondering. I'm sure that they had security, like, Write down everyone's name like that. And like, there's probably like a, yeah, like a system. I'm, I hope. I hope, or else And Shaw's a thief. Yeah, no tea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, and then the whole scene where Jen was in the like hall area and Mary did not even want to go, like, walk past her and was like being pushed over the banister. And they're like, put this down. She's like, wait, no, this is Dom Perignon. This can't be set down. And Jenny is just trying to like hoist her over. I that so was, funny. That was good. That was so fucking funny. Um, Whitney was like Whitney was having fun doing it too. It was just mm, like hilarious. Whitney climbed right over that thing. Whitney can fuck. Oh, <laughs> Whitney knows how to fuck. Oh, for or, sure. Yeah, Whitney is a good time girl. She will ride you to the sun comes up. Um, Jen looked so. Jen's looking really good this season. No, she is. Like her work settled. She still has a very strong face, but like everything settled. Her hair is looking better than ever. Like she looked yeah. really good at this party. I love the like old style bump it in her hair. But Meredith Marlowe, Meredith Banks, not Marlowe. Is Meredith it? Meredith Marks. Marks? Why can't Meredith I say her Banks. name? I just had a seizure. <laughs> Who's Meredith Banks? <laughs> From the Parent Trap? <laughs> that's that's elizabeth banks from the parent trap and meredith is the step oh elizabeth banks is the actress from the hunger games i think that's her name in the parent trap too guys i don't know anyways meredith marks looked in fucking credible that jumpsuit that fringe the hair i was gagged and her outfits don't always land at all for me but this one landed very much oh elizabeth james <laughs> and that's the clothing line from mary kate nashley <laughs> it, it all oh comes my together gosh. guys it all comes it all together. comes together um, living in the simulation i loved also 
like when Lisa and John were walking up, they just like looked so hot. John is so hot. I'm sorry, you cannot tell me wrong. Like Lisa Bar- John Barlow is a fox. You're wrong. No, I'm not. I'm gonna do a poll. We we're gonna do a poll on house husbands and see if you guys agree with our tastes. I don't uh, your taste. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Uh, there's like honestly not one house husband that I would fuck. I mean, you know, I'm like I'd fuck. That is so such a lie. I'd fuck Juan Dixon. I'd fuck um, Mauricio, and I'd fuck. I don't know. I'd fuck books. I would fuck Brooks Marks. <laughs> That's very your type. I'm not like, surprised about that at all. Maybe you want to find out if you're gay or not. No, no. <laughs> Come sit up my face. Oh God. Um. But yeah. So like then. Uh, Lisa does what she does best which is like I love when she like goes to a party and she's like wearing that fur coat and she just completely like ignores the person next to her that she doesn't want to talk to um, she did it to it's very Heather season one and I live. she's see I don't she, I think she's also like a Regina George oh totally but you she and she tries to hide it so it's like yeah she tries to play nice but you're a mean girl own she's it a mean girl um, did you see on Watch Evans Live Vanessa Bayer's impression of her? Yeah, it was so fucking good. I was Vita Tequila. Which is like Vita Tequila. Oh, it's so good. I I love Sundance. <laughs> oh, it was I would have said the like lighter, it's like, I'll take a large diet coke, easy ice, like with lemon. <laughs> and, and I liked when she was like this. Fresh wolf. <laughs> Fresh wolf. Dad. Um, but love, yeah, so then love Lisa's and, like inflections in her voice. Okay. Seth commenting on Heather's breasts Maybe. like was very like weird to me. And it gave me like this is super weird. And like maybe it's like a weird theory. Sometimes they give me like swinger vibes. Oh, they're totally swingers. Seth and Meredith. Yeah, they're Seth totally and swingers. Meredith, Seth and Meredith, and Justin Whitney, though they give me swinger vibes too. Yeah. Like, they're they like have, I feel like Justin and Whitney are like, come hang out. Like, we have a stripper pole at our house. And then they're like getting drunk. They're on the stripper pole. They're like, want to see our bedroom? <laughs> like, whoa. Like, I just, I, I can just see it. Like, I see Meredith and Seth being at like a New York bar and she's like, go over there and they like, go up to a girl and they're like, hey, uh, what's your tab? Like, we'll buy your tab. Why don't you come over and have a drink with us? And yeah. then, yeah, Meredith's like, I really like your necklace. And then they're like, uh, you know, we're staying at the Waldorf. Yeah, it's very that. I, I was just like sitting there. I was like, I'm getting swinger energy. I'd watch. I'd partake. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I pay my tab at the Waldorf. Shit. Shit. Pay my tab. Um, but then, so this is when we get um, the speech um, about from Angie and her husband and their transgender uh, transgender son transgender um, and that you know was those old transgenders over there it was, it was just a not transgender <laughs> um, it was just a beautiful like moment it like, was and he like choked up I was like fuck that's awesome I know and it was like great and he was talking about safe spaces and it was just yeah and then being and a then, Mormon and, and being trans like I can't even yeah, imagine that oh my god and her confessional talking about it where she like it takes a lot for like I mean it sounds like her family was like rooted in the Mormon community. Yeah. If, like her great, great grandfather was that Shadrach dude or whatever the hell mm-hmm. his name is. Um, and for her to like leave and have the strength to like do that and be like, Hey, if this isn't a line, yeah. like, you know, um, 
So I love that. I thought it was very beautiful. And then the million dollar donation. Um, One million dollars. One million dollars. But Jen and Mary sit down and Jen's like, we should like have like a kiki where like we do a grill off and Sharif and Robert. Her face said no. (laughs) She just goes, no, (laughs) no. She her face looked like she smelled hospital again. Oh yeah, like she got a visceral reaction. Yeah, she like was her like, nose perked up, and she was like, mm, "No." <laughs> She's no. like, "You're still posting shit about me, girl. What are you kidding?" Jen's like, what do you mean? Like, give me a specific. I'm like, Jen, look at your social media or contact your assistant who's doing this because, Don't... like, seriously. Um, but yeah, and so they have like a, a little moment, and you know where they clear the air, and Mary's like. Uh, the door's open, but there's that screen there. It's just the screen. <laughs> it's like, then she goes, and if you touch it, you're like, <laughs> I'm like, her confessionals are unreal. Like, I'm like, Mary's they're not real life. Season. Mary's so good. She's so She's funny. Firing on all cylinders. Uh, quite honestly. Um, then Angie has an outfit change I mean. and pulls Lisa Barlow to the side and confronts her. It was so... And you said something when we were texting, you were like, this is giving me very like Cameron Westcott energy. Yeah. In the best way possible. Like she yeah, gives me not, not the problematic sides yeah, of Cameron Westcott, like the, like the stuff that we loved Cameron for, which was yeah. like the petty drama when she was like, like, uh, Lisa, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm feeling really weird right now. It's just, you know, when we talked sad. at, I'm feeling sad when we talked at Sarah Jane's house and you told me that you didn't like that I was friends with Whitney. And then five hours later, the caterers called and they canceled Lisa. They canceled on my event. And Lisa's like, that, that's weird. What, what, what does that I'm have to do with me? I'm feeling super weird right now. I'm feeling super weird. No, no, I'm feeling weird. I'm feeling weird. This is weird. Lisa, I didn't what want to believe that it me? was you. What is the- Lisa, everybody's saying that it's you. And then she literally drops the caterers names like right then and there she's like jane and marco i've always like uh, they're yeah they're friends i was like wait so like you know exactly who's like doing the catering like you Lisa like- was caught red-handed and the way that she had an epic meltdown just proved it i'm just telling you whitney why are you in here why are you in here would you like me to leave i would i would like you to leave I also loved how this all this meltdown and drama is going on, and then it cuts to Heather and Mary like taking selfies, <laughs> and Mary's like they take the one picture, and Mary's like, "Ew, I have a huge nose." And he's like, "Well, then lift your head up to the side. What side? This side? No, the, no, this side." It was so funny, but yeah, and then uh, she's like, "Well, like you." are you know friends with jen and meredith and don't you think that's like affecting your friendship with meredith and then she's like oh meredith hold on hold on i'm gonna, meredith, go, get I'm gonna go get her meredith jen meredith come here jen meredith come here they they sit down whitney comes into the room and this was one of my favorite rows whitney what are you doing in here <laughs> and then whitney just looks at her and she's like why are you here <laughs> why are you here what are you doing in here whitney would you this like has me nothing to, to do with you I was like, actually, it has everything to do with her. Like everything, like, everything to do with her. Like, when did? Why did Angie's husband join? <laughs> I have that in my notes too. I was like, what are you doing? Get out of the room. Yeah, what are you like, doing here? Actually, I was like, what are you doing here? I was not concerned about Whitney. What was, was his like, name? Whitney? I was like, listen, Lisa. Whitney is on this payroll as well, and she needs yeah. to be in this scene. I go now. Angie's husband 
as much as I love him for his speech and activism, get out. I don't need get you here out. right now. Wait, actually, like, Chris, what are you doing here too? <laughs> I mean, like, what are you doing here? <laughs> you, you can get the fuck up and go. But, uh, but like Lisa's like life though. Lisa's sobbing. She's like, no, I'm I'm heartbroken and I need John. She was having like a panic attack, like she did at the yeah. reunion. She was like, I don't, I don't understand what's going, what's going on. What's that, Marion? I'm like, I was like, John, get, get your wife, get your wife out of here. <laughs> that was a good fucking episode. That was a good fucking party. Finally, we got all the housewives in one room at a party, and it felt like it felt right. I was like about to say, I was like, I was like, Mary hasn't. I was like, Mary, we can't keep doing this closet stuff. But she's she's been to places. She's been, yeah. But I was like, I was like, we need you, girl. You are an active member of this cast. Are you? You better be. Yeah. And then next week we get a fucking sit down with Jen and Brooks. I'm ready for it. I'm so ready for it. Then we get a sit down with Lisa and Whitney. Ready for that too, guys. This guys, this is a good season, and you guys need to watch because the ratings were bad last week. Yeah, come on, pick it up. Like six hundred thousand. Like what Dallas got? Let's not let Salt Lake go the Dallas route, okay? Yeah, and if you guys don't watch, and if it doesn't get back up, then we're never going to see like an Angie bump up or like an eight person cast because they can't afford it. Yeah, come on, let's get it together. All right, well, that is our Salt Lake uh, recap. All right, guys, that is the latest episode of It's About Bravo. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are back on our regular schedule, which is new episodes every Monday and Thursday. Make sure to stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at about underscore Bravo. And can't wait to talk to you guys on the socials and discuss all things Bravo. Yes, and we've been getting so many DMs from you guys, like when we miss an episode and people are like, where's episodes? And I know that you guys are like dying to hear them, which is fucking crazy because we literally started this shit six months ago with like no expectations and to toot our own horn for a second, we are being streamed in over 15 different countries an episode. And that's I love you guys. Yes. Thank thank you. you. Just please keep DMing us. And we were fangirling with you. Like this is awesome. I love, I love, I love uh, talking with you guys about, you know, different cast members, different opinions, you know, like having you guys have opinions and we love you guys have opinions and I love to hear them. Um, So keep them coming. Thank you guys so much for the support. We really, really, really appreciate it. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.